Hello and a warm welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup. In today's episode, we have Julie taking us on another awesome and timely topic, talking about what to do when ad performance is struggling. And this is something that we've been seeing across the board. People have been talking about, about things like CPCs shooting up, like different type campaign types not doing well. Is it because, is it because other campaign types are being prioritized? Is there maybe something that we can share today, a pattern that we can see amongst all of us so that, you know, it kind of makes sense what's happening in our, our accounts. So yeah, I would really encourage you to really pay attention to some of the issues some of our community members and our experts are talking about because then it can speak to some of the things happening in your account. So yeah, I hope you find this talk very useful and something that can make your accounts make more sense to you. Yeah, hope you enjoy. Hello and a warm welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussions that happen on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and I'm recording from my studio here in London, UK, and I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry, and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC Chat live discussions. And even if you do, then like, follow, share and retweet on that's right, Twitter with my handle, The Marketing Anu, or join us on our LinkedIn group, which is the PPC Chat Roundup podcast. Or if you're on Instagram, why don't you check us out at PPC Chat underscore Roundup to get quotes and snippets from our previous episodes. So we have Julie taking us on another, you know, very timely topic, a topic that will always be timely. How are our PPC ads doing? We know what to do when ad performance is struggling. We talk about what parts of our accounts are struggling and what could be going on. Before she gets to the questions, as usual, she gives this PSA saying this chat is intended for PPC professionals of all levels. If you have something you want to share, please do. We are a friendly and supportive community. Please don't be afraid to participate. Lurkers and, of course, listeners of the podcast are always welcome too. So if all you want to do is listen and just hear what's going on, you are very much welcome as well. So yeah, we've got like, like, before we get into the question, we get some of our, you know, amazing like community members that joined us today. We've got Boris Becker joined us. Julia Weiss as well joins us as well. Dwayne Brown joined as well. I believe Timothy Jensen as well gave a few answers as well as Fraser Andrews and Dylan online. John Kagan even joined on time. <laughs> I, just, I, I hilariously say that because a lot of the times what I'd see is that at the end of the chat, he'll answer then all the questions after Julia has asked all of them. So yeah, I find them very useful. He does give some very lovely insights, but a lot of the time I do see he, he joins in late, most likely because of his very busy schedule, which, you know, unsurprisingly in our industry today. So enough rambling from me. Let's get on to question one. Julie asks, have you been experiencing any performance dips for the accounts you manage in the last few months? If so, on which platforms and for what industry? So let's see if there's any tie ups. Molly responds saying, seeing dips for most of my Google search accounts, small volume accounts. Interestingly, most are doing great on GLSA. GLSA? So pushing budgets there. Diana Lena responds saying, happily, we didn't encounter any dips in performance during last month. 
on the contrary, performance was good on all platforms I manage, especially on Google and Meta side. So that's SaaS accounts that she's working on there. Dwayne Brown responds to question one saying DSA has been acting really weird and awful in some e-com ad accounts in March. Is DSA at the end of their life? Oh, I think with Performance Max. Yeah. Fraser responds saying, yes, DSA has been really bad on a few accounts recently, so much so that I'm literally pausing a DSA campaign as we speak. They can't have too much longer left. Dwayne continues saying, we had to pause one last month. I couldn't see it spend money and tank in performance. Julia Vice goes, that's a good shout. I have one DSA and it's definitely struggling to spend. Dwayne goes, DSA has been weird lately. And Hector goes, yeah, I have seen conversations from DSA in Q3 and Q4 for accounts in 2022 and 2023, same campaign is doing zero conversions. So yeah, what's the deal with DSA? How are your DSA campaigns going? Good performance, bad performance? If and if it's days after the chat, please do share with us. Fraser then gives his answer to question one saying, love this topic, not so much a dip, but have tested both Quora and TripAdvisor in recent weeks and have so not been impressed. TA in particular, so TripAdvisor has been massively underwhelming when compared to alternatives. Julie responds question one herself as well saying yes in Google ads for technical school for IT type skills, layoffs in tech, not so great for recruiting. Um, Dylan online responds to question one saying yep, since the turn of the year, I've had two accounts see some notable dips, both DTC brands. And he continues, notable dips in Google ads. That's notable dips in Google ads. John Kagan responds to question one saying, yes, but it appears to be mostly external factors, i.e. price increases on products or seasonality. Boris Beckerick responds to question one saying, I have one where there is quite a big dip, thinking it's mainly seasonal, though as a supplement brand and the new year, new me phase should be over by now, mainly shopping and Pmax. Another one is clearly external factors, economy, interest hike, inflation. Sean Ellie responds to question one saying, Facebook has been very up and down recently. April has been pretty bad. A couple clients have had a rough Q1, but their performance is closely tied to interest rates. Not much can be done there. Once you cut all the trash on Bing, we have been seeing decent results. Ashton Clark responds to question one saying, yes, a commercial roofing client, lead gen focus, has seen a big dip in conversions from Google ads since December. Didn't see this trend in years past and still trying to get back to our historical lead volume. Ah, interesting. I don't know whether, I wonder whether DSA has anything to do with it. Julie asked, do you think this is economy related? I would think yes, possibly economy related there. I feel like there'll be a lot of economy related things in terms of what you would call it, people thinking of things like priority spending or, you know, what priority spending is for them now. And if the economy is bad, you only really look at priority spending. Anyway, Amit Kabra responds to question one saying, yes, real estate in the Eastern US on Google. And Julie responds, anecdotally, I have noticed way fewer for sale signs in my travels in the Philly burbs. Um, I mean, it goes branded search terms have gone down significantly along with buying and selling. We've been trying to figure out what exactly is going on. And part of it might be strange whether that you guys are having out there and also folks freaking out about the impending recession. Jilly goes interest rates keep getting hiked too. That puts major downward pressure on the home 
real estate sales. The Fed is showing no signs of stopping rate rising either. Okay, I'll let them continue stuff about local issues there. Julia Vice responds saying nothing super noticeable, but there are dips and uh, throughs throughout the year and PMAX has very little to compare against Big Shrug. Actor also responds to question one saying, yep, shopping campaigns in Google ads have shown dips for my e-com campaigns. Indeed, Gen, CPA and CPC has been higher in Q1 for me in Google ads. So yeah, Julia then takes us on to question two saying, what, if anything, do you have in place to alert you to performance changes? Does it vary by platform? So how do you alert yourself? Diana goes on Google, for example, I have a rule to notify me when an ad in the account spent more than a specific amount and didn't convert. Also, I have many custom columns in Google ads that can quickly do the maths for me. That's very clever. She continues on the other platforms. The spend is low and I can manage to do the analysis more manually. And Amit responds to question two going, we have bi-weekly reporting dashboards plus monthly reporting along with custom alerts on optimizers set up too. So yeah, optimizer for the win there. And scripts that go over day over day, week over week and month over month data for each client. I think year on year will be also an important one in there, Amit, but I'm sure that there is a way that they check that out as well. Um, Julia Vice responds to question two saying different by platforms, but my team checks pacing weekly. So we dive in and share info at the same time each week. And going back a little bit to the chatter about DSA. So yeah, when Dwayne Brown saying DSA has been acting really weird and awful in some e-commerce accounts in March, you know, Julia Vice goes, yeah, really good shout. I have one DSA and it's definitely struggling to spend. And Julian noticed, mentioned something that we've been saying for a little while in the, at Marin saying, What's the over or under prediction on when DSAs get sunset in favor of PMAX? Six months? Yeah, I do think it'll be this year. Definitely. Julia Vice goes, I say sooner they'll get upgraded to PMAX ASAP. Dwayne goes, so Google says DSA is gone by end of Q3. Oh, wow. Google has already made an announcement as to when it's going. So Google says DSA is gone by end of Q3 question mark okay Dwayne says sunset it for end of the year then question mark so what when he says that DSA is gone so you won't be able to create new DSA campaigns and it will be gone completely from your accounts by end of the year anyway I think that's what that means Julie responds saying I think we will hear about it all the things that are now part of PMAX so they no longer need to be separate options or functions at GML next month Dwayne Brown says, Julie is coming in hot with that that take. I forgot Google Marketing Live is next month. Yes, in May. Wish I could go in person. Yeah, Julie's working on her bingo card. Fraser goes, put me down for end of year. There'll be loads of things for end of year. So yeah, by end of year, Fraser is, reckons that will be done with DSA campaigns and they'll be rolled up into PMAX. Anyway, Fraser then answers question two saying rule scripts, Google wise, but super interested in some of the GA4 alerts, which seem a bit more user friendly. They'll never be as granular as some specific scripts, but serve as a great intro to performance alerts for junior team members. Boris Beckerick responds saying dashboards where I can see performance for all of my clients at a glance and scripts that alert me of any account anomalies. I should be catching anything pretty quickly. 
and then yeah julie herself responds question two saying i do love old-fashioned alerts in google ads for drops in impressions conversions etc also just regularly looking at the account no one wants the client bringing in a performance drop to their attention julia vice responds saying i had a good check in with media excellence our reporting team and we will all basically agree that the dashboards are excellent and helpful but to use them with pacing not to replace pacing eyes on the prize so yeah and that's in response to julie saying that i do love old-fashioned alerting google ads for drops in impression conversions and all those kind of things but it's good to use them alongside you know pacing docs that julia vice is using it sounds from the sounds of it dylan online response to question two saying yeah i've got dashboards and reports built for week on week month to date and year on year comparisons so i'm looking at those a lot i also get direct feedback and access to clients back end sales where I can frequently view actual sales performance through the month. And John Kagan responds to question two saying we have alerts and analytics set by hour or week depends on client volume that alerts us to what level of volume for our conversions we should be at by a certain time. And if we fall below it or over it by X percent, we get notified to take action. And then we have Sean Ellie responding to question two, saying we have created our own dashboard that compiles data by platform and updates daily. Not a ton of data, but enough to show if something is up. Then Julie takes us on to question three, asking when you find performance struggling, what are the first things you check? Does it vary by platform? And Davis Baker responds saying, first things first, has tracking fallen off? Diana Alina goes, I check every platform to see if it is a platform thing or a more general issue. I love this approach. This is the whole looking at things from an integrated strategy point of view, because look, when something goes down in PPC, don't panic that, you know, you've done something wrong. Maybe something has happened in the market. Maybe something has happened offline. And maybe all channels have been affected. So yes, I love this approach Diana takes. So yes, as she said, I check every platform to see if it is a platform thing or a more general issue. I also check GA to see if other sources struggle as well. If I see that it is a platform issue, I continue the analysis. Is it a specific campaign, ad copy, visuals, audiences, etc.? Fantastic. That's what I used to do way back when I started in paid search and I'm glad that is still seen as a good way for analysis. Ashton Clark responds to question two as well, saying we don't really have something like an automated alert setup, mainly just go into the accounts each day and check on things ourselves. We also provide bi-weekly and monthly reports to clients as well as check in on reporting dashboards made through Looker Studio or like Google Data Studio. Tim Jensen responds to question three, saying is conversion tracking firing properly? Are there any approval issues? Any sudden changes in metrics like CPC, impression share, etc., that can flow down to affecting core metrics. Fraser Andrews responds to question three saying this is definitely where alerts come in, helping to save time on spotting causes of performance drops. That being said, I often go back through audit notes to see if any changes made could have caused an issue and take it from there. 100% recommend writing stuff down, write everything down. And Tim goes, yeah, good one. Change history can be helpful to flag any correlations between adjustment made and drop off in performance. And Fraser goes, yeah, definitely. I think writing down audit notes helps me get there quickly, but they also have the added bonus of being able to copy and paste onto reports on the work carried out. And Tim goes, yeah, that's always helpful to document everything you can. 
document everything you can. I, there used to be uh, this acronym SOP where it was something like, you know, state of practice of something of practice of like literally writing down everything that we were doing, everything that we were, we were acting upon in terms of the account so that if there were any, you know, unusual changes in the performance, we knew why. Julie answers question three saying, check for website problems, broken or moved pages, check conversion tags firing properly, look at auction insights to see if someone came roaring in. So yeah, competition. What's that like? John Kagan responds to question three saying, step one, every time, try and pinpoint the day things went downhill and work from that. So the day, time, when did things start going wrong? Dwayne Brown responds to question two saying, everyone on the team, including me, does an ad account daily check if there is one thing you do each month it is this rules and alerts work until something breaks nothing beats getting in there and understanding the rhythm and flow of your ad accounts sean ellie responds to question three saying first thing i check is analytics is it platform specific is it site-wide five minutes in ga can usually give me a good roadmap of where to look next one big reason i'm dreading july first oh lord aren't we all Tim Jensen goes, that's a great point. If they're down across the board and not just in PPC, it's a bigger issue for sure. Sean Ellie responds, yeah, I have spent a lot of time digging into platform first only to find the checkout page broken or the client changed the website without telling me. Ah, oh, naughty, naughty clients. And we also have Tim Jensen giving another answer to question three saying, I'd also check search terms to see if there was a sudden activity on a particular term. Sometimes current events can impact hair and sometimes bad matching for a particular query can spike randomly. And yeah, Julie goes great point on that one. Ashton Clark gives another answer to question three saying, if there's a sharp drop in conversions, the first thing I check is that tracking is still set up properly. From there, I hone in on the date we started to see performance dip and any specific changes, campaigns, ad groups, keywords, audiences that may have contributed he continues once we have a better idea of the timeline and potential causes then we can start to analyze more in depth make recommendations and start testing to reverse the trend dylan online responds saying conversion tracking mainly and where the dips in performance are coming from usually looking at product level as well in case there are any products that are out of stock disapproved or removed from the site without telling us Dwayne Brown as well responds to question three saying we look at the past performance over the last one to two months try to make sure it's not SKUs out of stock broken site or external factors like post Christmas slowdown we see in early Jan once we understand the problem we review solutions and take action take action in all caps he puts Dwayne can continue saying a solution can even be as simple as lowering the ad spend in the campaign could be adding negative keywords. Not all solutions need to be huge changes. Listen to that. So especially if you're starting out, especially if you're still your first few years, not all solutions need to be huge changes. That's an important note, I definitely think. Julie then takes us on to question four saying, how do you explain performance dips to your clients or stakeholders? Is there a language you tend to use that makes it easier for them to understand and or not freak out. Yeah, client communication, important. Diana goes in saying, I try to talk to them early on so there are no surprises and they are prepared. Also, I try to add a positive notes to the conversation. Solutions I test to improve performance and if 
possible talk about other campaigns that do very well and strive. So yeah, love the whole positive spin on it whilst also telling the truth about it. Like, you know, and just, I always say that don't be shy to mention a mistake or to mention something that has gone wrong. Just make sure you're the one that mentions it. Make sure it's not the client that's calling you out on it. And if you have a solution for it, even better, you know, a client will forgive you if you're the one that, you know, points out the issue and has a solution as you're pointed out. The issue is my take on that. Sean Ellie responds to question four saying the thing that I have found that makes the biggest difference is a plan of action with why it happened. So we are going to test X. I never guarantee things, but showing them we are actively moving to try something new usually gets them to avoid the freak out in my experience. Boris goes, yes, as long as they know you are on top of things and have a plan, it's usually fine. Can't tell them, well, I don't know. Exactly. Don't go in with, I don't know. Even if you don't know, you go in with the whole, um, this is what we've seen. So this is what we're going to test, you know, because you might not know what's happening in that situation, but your experience should allow you to know what a plan of action looks like. You might not know what the exact result is going to come out or what the issue is, but tell them about what your investigative processes is going to be about. Highlight that more than the whole you don't know. Julie then responds to question four saying, it's definitely easier if you can pinpoint a culprit, likely or a likely culprit for a performance dip. Assuming you can explain what you found and what the plan is to address it, if you can't find the source, it gets trickier. I tend to then ask how things are for them generally. Absolutely, because things affecting their business may be the kind of same things that are affecting the digital marketing world. Tim Jensen responds to question four saying, be upfront about it, ideally communicating your perspective before they catch it. Hey, exactly what I said earlier on. Um, I always like to tie data to longer term trends, i.e. we saw a dip in the last two weeks, but we're up year on year. I like that. Boris Beckerick responds to question four saying, it depends on the client. Some want the details as they are very tuned in. Some only want, we are seeing X and have def identified Y as the possible cause. Here's what we're doing to reverse the trend. And Julie goes, great point about tailoring to your audiences, knowing how the in the weeds each of your clients or stakeholders like to be should impact how you share information with them. Boris goes, it honestly helps so much if you know how to talk to each of your clients. Absolutely, absolutely helps. Julia Weiss gives an answer to question four. I think it's a second answer to question four saying, I try to get the answer, but often I will start with a notification. It varies per client and personality, but I also like to let them know we've seen an issue and are looking into it right away. And that is definitely a good, uh, you know, action point. Julia Weiss continues saying that generally I tie it to the goals for the campaign. Are we likely to see less ad recall, fewer store visits, less site traffic, and what contributed to the issue. That puts us on a team working together and we can then roll advice into the next plan. Julie herself gives another answer to question forcing. Most of my clients are also aware of random acts of Google slash Facebook, etc. because I talk about that a lot. Some things are account specific while others are platform tomfoolery. Absolutely, platform tomfoolery affects things a lot it is okay to put that in maybe just don't make it make them the culprit all the time but yeah it's okay to mention them 
Tim Jensen goes, yes, we tried to drill home to stakeholders the concept of learning periods in platforms and the volatility that can come anytime we make changes to. And yeah, Julie goes, such an expectation setting game. And it feels like it has to be so much more constant lately, especially for advertisers who have been spending in search for a while. It is just so different today than even two years ago in that regard. Yeah, pre and post COVID paid search is such a thing. Someone should do like a, an analysis or talk about that. Mm, shall I? Anyway, let's not think about that right now. Hector goes, um, I see tracking GA4 attribution, conversion, events, firing, etc. I guess it's more from search perspectives. I do also check the performance comparison for the time it started fluctuating. Then I look at the search terms, CPC and ads quality score. And Dylan online response to question four saying mainly highlighting the issue and cause and a brief explanation about it. Not all clients want an in-depth explanation, but they do want to know what the next steps are and who's responsible. So it's on me to give them that point of view. Then Julie takes us on to question five saying if you can't find anything specific that explains the performance weakening, what do you do? Panic? <laughs> no. Davis Baker goes, yeah, start looking for external or tangential factors. Diana Lena goes, go mad for a few seconds. So yeah, similar to what I'd probably do. Then try to calm down and try to dig even deeper. If really nothing seems to be an issue, I just pray it will be better tomorrow. Who else do we have? Julia Vice goes, not everything can be explained. It's disappointing, but we tend to show the work we do to fix the issue. A little peek under the hood can be reassuring. Then we connect on what we can do next. Julie then goes, I will look at macro factors that might be impacting performance that we can't see in any account data. And I will ask the client if they are seeing a decline in general. I need to know if specific to PPC channels or more general malaise happening. And then Amit goes, yeah, we don't really use any specific language to explain things. And this is to question four saying, but we do find a call tends to help ease any anxieties around performance. Julie gives another answer to question five saying also sometimes weird stuff just happens and there's no clear why. In those instances, I generally suggest letting some time elapse so we can see if it was some weird fluke or a new or now ongoing issue we are facing. And Dwayne Brown responds to question four saying explain it in plain English. One thing to do is always make sure clients or external people know that ad accounts always ebb and flow. You are not always going up and to the right. Yes, most of the accounts actually look like a heart monitor, not actually up, up, up and away. There's always a point of diminishing return you should be aware of. Amit responds to question five saying, we'll talk about external factors with the clients. They know their area or market better than us. So sometimes just have a conversation about it helps us identify a few potential reasons. Dwayne Brown responds saying, just say we double checked everything and cannot pinpoint why this is happening. If it is just one or two days, it can be a slow couple of days or even a slow week. Boris Beckwick responds saying, I have yet to find the ideal way to communicate to my clients about this. Usually I try to find out if it's an industry thing or if it's just one channel or all of them, etc." Also like to suggest to not make too many tweaks just because something needs to be done. Absolutely. Don't just do changes in a panic. Make sure you have a strategy. Ashton responds to question five saying, if there isn't an obvious cause, 
like a specific change or campaign, I start working through a bunch of analysis, landing page behavior, day parting, quality score, device, location, audience, etc. We'll also look into new channels, audiences, etc. to test. Hector response question five saying, asking for some time is the general rule of thumb to see if we get better performance. I try to separate the campaigns at the base level so I know what is working and what is not. If the fluctuation is relatively larger, I ask for help from different places. And Dylan online response saying, if we can't find anything in our accounts on site, we ask the client if there's been anything going on in their businesses lately or in stores, reviews, issues with payment, gateways, processing, etc. Then review macro issues, which in SA, that's South Africa, there's likely something. Sean Ellie responds saying, usually I will try to see if there has been any related news recently and then ask client what they're seeing on their end, what they're seeing, what are they hearing from in customers or their sales team. And yeah, Julie also gives another answer to question five, saying one more thing to add, you can't scale forever in the vast majority of cases. If a client expects growth every quarter, you might have an expectation problem on your hands. Clarify what are the bottom line goals here? Are we meeting them? If yes, chill. And then, yeah, Julie takes us on to the last question of the day saying, is there a particular performance scenario that is vexing you right now? Let's help each other out. And Diana answers this one straight away saying, I am curious what tweaks would you do to a search campaign that has lost impression share due to rank pretty high, but lost impression share to budget is zero. Quality score is eight to 10. Ads have excellent score. Campaign is on TCPA and try to increase it a little. Other clues to look into. Shanelli goes, are you getting plenty of conversions? If conversions are low, you could try manually bidding just over the current CPC to see if you can get more traffic and conversions then turn back on. Dana goes, there are around three trials a day coming through this campaign. Pretty good, but I would like to scale it even further. I can try and experiment with manual bidding and see how it goes. Julia Vice as well say, I'd see if there were changes in overall impression volume. If the share is deferring, maybe it's because the amount of searches are changing in enough time and of course who is in the auction with you and how are their ads exactly competitive analysis is always important in those cases Dwayne Brown then goes for question six saying other than DSA mentioned earlier today nothing else has been bothersome he's trying some Amazon ads so they're spending more time there Julia Vice goes I mean asset performance and placement reports in Pmax but not sure this group can support directly yeah Google really needs to put a lot of support with that and Julie goes, yeah, I'm still trying to find ways to keep performance consistent in low conversion volume accounts. It gets harder by the month in Google ads as they so clearly favor automated bidding. It just doesn't work well in some scenarios, frustrating beyond words. And yeah, I've heard her mention her frustration many a time. So yeah, that brings us to the end of our chat today. I hope you found that talk useful you know, and I know even for the lurkers, you might think, what should I tweet about that anyone would care about? Tweet about where the DSA is working for you. I'd be really interested to hear about that and whether other people are finding DSA a bit troublesome at the moment. And what are your thoughts about it being sunset before the end of this year? 
Anyway, if you want to continue this chat, join us on Thursday at 5 p.m. GMT, 12 p.m. Eastern Time, where the chat will be continued on Twitter Spaces. And you can as well lurk on there and just listen to Julia and some other experts give the amazing advice as to how to deal with troublesome ad performance and struggling ad performance. Um, for any feedback about the podcast or even giving give some corrections about anything that has been shared, my DMs are open on the Marketing Anu or join us or follow me on my LinkedIn page. Yeah, or even follow us on the PPC Chat Roundup podcast group. We'd be love to have you there. I mean, it'd also be great for any longstanding or brand new listeners to give the podcast a review. Yeah, it really helps with a growth strategy. It helps with motivation for me to keep doing it week in, week out. Yeah, you can do that by just going to linktree.com forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup. And then you'll take you to the Twitter links or the Apple links where you can literally just leave a rating out of, out of, you know, three out of five or four out of five or whatever that you want to rate it by. And also to, you know, I always like to announce our next PPC live UK event is happening on, on the 25th of May. We are looking for sponsors. There are different levels that ranges from 500 to 1,500 pounds, you know, different levels, you get different benefits. So for any sponsors that will be interested in that, do reach out to hello at ppcliveuk.com. For attendees though, yeah, just come and check us out. We have the ticket prices right now, the early bird price of 16 pounds, 16, 17 pounds. That will increase come May. So you've got three weeks to get that cheap price to come to the next event where it'll be happening in a lovely part of London. You'll get food, drinks, swag or PPC Live UK swag and all those kind of stuff to remind you as to the, the, the amazing time that you had at the event. So yeah, if you go to ppcliveuk.com, you'll get all the details. We'll be talking about Microsoft ads. We'll be talking about data and GDPR and, you know, future of data issues and those kind of things. So yeah, I think this is one not to miss genuinely. Finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>